Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 30 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week, uh, which covers January the 25th to January the 20, uh, 31st, Doctrine Covenant Sections 6-9, and this is the Spirit of Revelation. And today we're continuing through its Doctrine Covenant Section 6, Heavenly Father Speaks to Me Through the Spirit of Truth. Um, once again, some brilliant, brilliant, brilliant principles here. And we start to get some ideas about how we can seek and and recognise personal revelation, which I think is just wonderful. Um, in verse 12 of uh, Doctrine and Covenant section 6, uh, Heavenly Father speaks about Oliver Cowdery's gift. Uh, and we'll learn about what this gift specifically is later. But what he says in verse 13 is this. If thou wilt do good, yea, and hold out faithful to the end, thou shalt be saved in the kingdom of God which is the greatest of all the gifts of God, for there is no gift greater than the gift of salvation. So we should seek uh, for this gift. We should seek for the gift of revelation. Uh, Sorry, eternal life. Um, This is the greatest gift that we can get, um, whatever gift it is that we may have. Um, Bernard B. B. P. Brockbank said this, quote, By following the Son of God and by living worthy to receive the light of life, we can take on the radiance of Godness. Not only can we be children of God in his image and likeness, but we can be sons and daughters of God in this life and in the kingdom of heaven. We have the promise, this promise from the Saviour. Behold, I am Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I am the light and life of the world. Verily I say unto you that as many as receive me, to them will I give power to become the sons of God. God's greatest gift to his children is for them to be saved in the kingdom of God. This is the gift of all gifts. This is the diploma of all diplomas. This is the degree in salvation that qualifies one for eternal life in the kingdom of God. Close quote. And whatever we talk about in terms of, you know, the the, stri- the trials and struggles and difficulties through life, the, the great blessings that are available, the great gifts that we have from the Spirit in this life, all of this is, per- the purpose of all of this is to direct us toward that greatest gift. We must remember that as we go throughout this life. Um, so in verse 14, um, we start to see some teachings about Revelation, which, to be honest, these verses I'm about to read, verses 14 and 15 in, in section 6, are not the ones we usually turn to in the Doctrine and Covenants to describe what personal revelation feels like. Uh, we usually turn to a couple, a couple of verses in section 8, which we will cover in a few days. But these ones I actually found to be even more instructive. And I don't remember reading them before, or at least I don't remember learning from these verses before. Uh, in, verse, in verse 14, we'll start. It says, Verily I say unto thee, Blessed art thou for what thou hast done, for thou hast inquired of me. And behold, as often as thou hast inquired, thou hast received instruction of my spirit. If it had not been so, thou wouldst not have come to the place to where thou art at this time. So first of all, the Lord is commending Oliver Cowdery uh, for what he's done so far, for the fact that he has asked, he's inquired, um, and therefore he has received it. And so I think one of the first things we must remember about personal revelation is that we need to desire it, as we spoke about yesterday, and we need to do something about it, we need to act. And we say this so often, and I think that people will listen to this and go, well, yeah, obviously we need to ask so we can receive personal revelation. But just, I love that reminder at the end. It says, if it had not been so, thou wouldst not have come to the place where thou art at this time. It's that reminder that, look, you may feel like that you don't receive revelation. You may feel like that 
you've gone through life and you've not had those spiritual experiences. But look around you now. Look at the testimony you have. Look at the blessings of the gospel in your life. Even though things may be going falling apart right now, there are so many blessings we have been given. And they may well have been given because of our asking and the revelation that's been given to us to guide us through life. And we haven't even recognized it. Um, Sherry L. Dew uh, said this about to, to sisters uh, of the church. But I, I feel that once again that this applies to all of us. Uh, it says, quote, this church is a church of revelation. Our challenge is not one of getting our Lord to speak to us. Our problem is hearing what he has to say. He has promised, as often as thou hast inquired, thou hast received instruction of my spirit. It is vital that we learn to hear the voice of the Lord. Yet I worry that we often fail, fail to seek the guidance of the spirit. Perhaps we don't know and haven't made it a priority to learn. Or we're so aware of our personal failings that we don't feel worthy. Don't really believe the Lord will talk to us and therefore don't seek revelation. Or we've allowed the distractions of the pace of lives to crowd out the spirit. What a tragedy. For the Holy Ghost blesses us, blesses us with optimism and wisdom at times of challenge that we simply cannot muster on our own. No wonder that one of the adversary's favourite tactics among righteous LDS women is busyness, getting us so preoccupied with the flurry of daily life that we fail to immerse ourselves in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can't afford to seek the, to not seek the things of the Spirit. There is too much at stake. Too many people are depending on us. A woman led by the Lord knows where to turn for answers and for peace. She can make difficult decisions and face problems with confidence because she takes her counsel from the Spirit and from her leaders who are also guided by the Spirit. Close quote. I absolutely love this quote by Sherry Dew. Um, I think that we often remember, or f sorry, forget, that it is our responsibility to ask and then to listen and then act on these promptings. And once again, these are things that we say very often in lessons and things like that. But do we actually apply them? Do we go home and pray on a daily basis for revelation? Pause for a minute or two to listen to that revelation and see in our lives where the Lord's hand can be found and be guiding us. And I love the fact that she points out one of the phrases in this verse that we just read. Um, and I was a bit, I was a little bit, um, what's the word? reluctant to kind of highlight this but because she has i think i'm going to as well it says as often as thou hast inquired thou hast received instruction of thy of my spirit which implies to me that whenever we ask for guidance we will receive it whether that is a positive directional answer whether that is a be patient and wait for this answer whether that is you know the time is not right or the answer is a no we need to recognise that the Lord will answer our prayers if we have the desire. We obviously are living close to the Spirit. And I think actually, you know, the closer we are living to the Spirit, the stronger we'll feel it. Um, and also um, that it is, you know, something we, that is that is a righteous intent and desire, of course. Um, you know, we can't be praying for vast fortunes and, and things like this and expect an answer. Uh, things that are of the Lord. Um, in verse 15, we get some more information. And again, I love this verse. It says, Behold, thou knowest that thou hast inquired of me, and I did enlighten thy mind. And now I tell you the, these things, that thou mayest know that thou hast been enlightened by the spirit of truth. Um, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. We, again, we often talk about how we can feel the spirit. And often we talk about the feelings we have. We go to Galatians, perhaps, and the fruits of the spirit and the peaceful feelings we have. And that's good. That is absolutely right. And I prefer that to referring to it as a burning in the bosom. 
We'll talk about burning in the bosom when we get to that verse in section eight. But this verse doesn't talk about emotions. It doesn't talk about feelings. It talks about the mind. Uh, and that, and as we go through these sections, keep an eye out for that as well, because I think this is something which we do not talk often enough about in, in terms of personal revelation. Um, he said, the Lord says, thou hast inquired of me and I did enlighten my mind. Richard G. Scott said this, quote, if you feel that God has not answered your prayers, ponder these scriptures and carefully look for evidence in your own life that he has, that He may have already answered you. Two indicators that a feeling or prompting comes from God are that it produces peace in your heart and a quiet, warm feeling. As you follow the principles I've discussed, you'll be prepared to recognise revelation at critical times in your own life. Close quote. So, I, and I, want, I wanted to share that, to, to say this, to not discount the fact that the spirit may well be a warm feeling, or it may well be um, peace um, in our heart, but it can also be an enlightening of our mind. Have you ever had a time where you've been reading something or, or trying to do something and you just had a brilliant idea or, you know, something has just made sense and you feel excited about it? Or even that you feel enlightened or you feel in your mind you are invigorated, that you have this this enthusiasm to get on with a job or a project or or or, or, a, or or a service opportunity or whatever it may be where that feeling where you're like oh we could do this that's that is the spirit that is the holy ghost it can enlighten our minds um and we'll keep going with this uh, throughout this week this is a big big topic revelation um and i think that we all need to really come to understand first of all how we can receive revelation not just in the the as as a, as President Oak said, the calorific feeling of of burning in our bosom, um, and not just the feelings of peace and 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 love, but also in other ways as well. And how do you feel that? And the final thing I want to quickly mention is in verse nineteen, again a brilliant verse I've never taken notice of before. The Lord says to Oliver Cowdery, admonish him, meaning Joseph, in his faults, and also be uh, receive admonition of him. Right here, the Lord is saying to Oliver Cowdery. To admonish Joseph Smith, the prophet, in his faults. Well, hang on, what? <laughs> so, obviously, what I'm not going to say from this is that we are given an open invitation to admonish, you know, President Russell M. Nelson in, in his faults. Or even do we have invitation to admonish our bishops or our state presidents or our release society presidents or our primary presidents or, or whatever leaders we have in the church? We don't have, you know, a, an opportunity now to admonish, admonish. To, to give admonition in their faults. But what it does do is it highlights to us that these these leaders that the Lord has called are not perfect. And we need to work with them rather than against them uh, through times where we may disagree with something that they say or do, but we need to recognise and receive personal revelation for our own lives about, you know, how that may apply in our lives that we're not recognised. Or if we feel, you know, we disagree with someone, that we work with them rather than against them on that. There's so much in here and we're going to have to cut it short now. But thank you so much for listening uh, to this study session. We'll continue with section six and conclude that tomorrow. Uh, and we'll move into the other sections late, uh, later on. Uh, please do follow the podcast. You can share it, review it, subscribe to it. You can also join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come and Follow Me. And please do email session at gmail.com if you'd like to join in a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.